Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of Mommy Luxury Strong Ass Mother Podcast. Today's episode will be on, I guess, motherly burnouts or just burnouts in general. And how do you guys deal with that? Because I am struggling. Like, do you ever feel like you're on the verge of burning out or you are burnt out, but you still have to continue going and you still have to go and I guess attend to your child and usually it is attending to your child because part of you already feels like you're already putting yourself on the back burner and you're still literally still walking because you have to do things for your kid and I feel like obviously like it's not healthy and stuff but I just especially if you're a stay-at-home mom, especially if you're on mat leave or parental leave right now and you're the only source of parents at home with the baby or with the ba- or with your kid, um, obviously everything falls on you. And so you have to do double of everything or triple of everything. And honestly, I don't even know how I would do it if I had twins. Obviously, I'd figure out a way to do it if I had twins, but I honestly commend parents who have twins because shit is rough and when I just started the phase like you know like you go home from the hospital with your baby I personally thought one of the hardest parts was actually oddly enough like the baby like the newborn stage because yes they're sleeping a lot and all that but they're feeding a lot more like all the cluster feedings and just the waking up at night even though like our baby didn't really wake up that much during the night But, you know, trying to figure out your schedule and trying to figure out what to do and how to do it because your baby's meeting you for the first time and vice versa. And so they need to be accustomed to you and you need to get accustomed to them. And I obviously mentioned schedule, but at that age and honestly, till this day right now, like it's you can set a schedule, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to abide by it or will your baby abide by it either like no one knows what your day-to-day is going to look like until you actually physically step into the next day in that friggin' hour type thing. Like, you can schedule your life how you want it, but trust me, it's probably going to fall apart within the two seconds that you're trying to complete something within that time frame or within that schedule. Which leads me to the burnouts. You try to schedule yourself some time to yourself, but then, you know your baby falls off quote-unquote the schedule and then derails everything for you so if for some reason you wanted to take a nap at one because you know your baby falls asleep at i don't know 12 45 or something and then you're about to fall asleep and your baby decides that it was just a five minute nap well then there goes your nap you know and then you have to push on forward until your fingers cross that you know your baby will go to sleep during the next nap time I feel like a lot of the times we base ourselves off of our schedules and we base ourselves off of, I'll do it later. I'll do it when the baby's sleeping or I'll do it, you know, whatever X, Y, Z reason you have. And I feel like half the time those fall apart because what we are expecting the baby to do or what we are expecting our lives to go like for that day usually falls apart. For example, yesterday I saw a TikTok that said, um living with a leaving to go somewhere with your baby is exhausting or could be exhausting because you have to 
get your baby dressed and ready. You have to get yourself dressed and ready. Then you have to feed your baby and then you have to pack your um, going out bag with your baby. And after you're done doing that, you just don't want to go out anymore. And honestly, that's true. Like, I feel like when I make plans with people, I feel like I want to make them in advance because half the time I know that if I'm going out on a Tuesday, then I'll pack her bag on a Monday. So on the Monday, I have everything Monday night, everything's packed, and I literally just have everything ready to go. Because what happens is, if you make plans the same day, and then you have the bag ready, or you prepped everything, you prepped her, you prepped yourself, you prepped the bag, the car's ready to go, everything's ready to go rolling, when you're stepping out the door, half the time, you either forget something, and you have to turn around, the baby probably took shit so you have to go back and change your baby and then if they're grumpy like it's a whole cycle that you have to redo if something just you know kind of derails your plans and it can actually get tiring that's why for me I don't always like to leave the house unless I feel like it's necessary so like doctor's appointments or um, activities that I have planned for her or you know Things that were planned in advance, I don't mind. But when it's like a last minute thing, I really don't like those. Because I feel like sometimes, not necessarily parents, but other people don't necessarily see what you have to do in the background just to get yourself ready. And back in the days, which was like a couple of months ago actually, I thought that I could get ready in one hour with my baby. Get her ready, get me ready, get everything ready, prepped and go. And I had a rude awakening that that's just not, it's just not a thing. Like, I at least need two hours in advance to get her ready, to get me ready, to get the bag ready. Because while you're trying to get yourself ready, your baby still needs you. And when you're getting your baby ready, they don't always want to cooperate. Like, they don't always want to put their diaper. They don't always want to put their shirt on. They don't always want to put their pants, put the pants, remove the pants, remove their socks. Like, all of that just trying to put clothes on your baby literally takes between 15 to 35 minutes at least minimum because i don't know if you have two kids it's a lot more if you have a baby and a toddler the toddler are like honestly needs you so for me it takes at least 15 to 35 minutes to get her ready on a good day if she's having a bad day it could take up that entire hour just to get her ready, as in putting her clothes in her diaper. So a lot of that is tiring. A lot of that takes a lot of energy and that contributes at the end of the day to a burnout. And if you don't take care of yourself, obviously, then you feel low energized and you feel like crap. So you feel like your brain's burning. You feel like you're just not moving the same. You have a lack of appetite. There's so many things surrounding burnouts, I feel. And sometimes I just question like them now I know why people say if you're not ready to have kids you shouldn't have kids and I'm not saying that I wasn't ready or that I was ready or whatever like I'm content with my life and I'm content with having my daughter however I do understand where that quote or that saying comes from if you're not ready then don't do it type thing I understand because it's a lot more work than people realize they just see the cute baby and they just see you know be smiling and they be waving and you know giggling and all those things but they don't see all the work that you have to put in the background just to get your baby to look like that 
just for your going out bag to look like that. Like this one time we went to the doctor's and I had everything prepped in her bag except her wipes. So we got to the doctor's office and I had no wipes. And like, it's embarrassing. Like, not necessarily that the doctor sees it, but it's just like, bro, like, I have to change her now. I don't have wipes. It's just, there's a lot going on that I feel like people don't either realize or want to account for. And then they'll just say, oh, you're just complaining. It gets better. But, you know, it's not, it's not always like that. And like I said, I thought that the hardest part was the newborn phase with all of those um, new things that you would have to learn from each other. So obviously your baby learns from you, you learn from them. But now I'm starting to realize that the harder phase is actually the phase I am now. She's almost nine months. She is, she just turned actually like eight months on the 22nd, but she's on her way to turning nine months. And it's a lot, a lot of touching everywhere and having her dirty fingers touch everything. A lot of putting things in her mouth, a lot of eating things that she shouldn't be putting in her mouth. Like the other day I posted, I think, a picture of a nice cute book that I had for numbers in English and in Spanish. And she literally ate her way through a big chunk of that book because, or the front of the book anyways, because she just wants to eat something, I guess. And I'm assuming that's probably part of her still teething because I know she's still teething. But like it's a constant like finding something to put in her mouth or touching things. And now, yes, she crawls very well. But now she's at a stage where she doesn't necessarily want to sit down. She wants to be up. She wants to be standing. She wants to be able to walk, but she can't fully walk. Like she's in that stage. So like if I put her in her crib, she's not going to want to sleep because she just wants to stand. And then like her bed now becomes a distraction. So I have to remove her from her bed and put her back in my bed so that she has nothing to stand on and that she can actually peacefully fall asleep. A lot of it is tiring and it's okay, I guess. What I'm trying to get at is to have meltdowns and to actually have breakdowns and cry. I feel like it is okay to do that. I feel like if you bottle it inside, you might get frustrated, you might get mad, you might say things that you regret later on. So honestly, if you're feeling the emotions, just let it out. Or if you, for some reason, if your partner happens to be working from home and you're a stay-at-home mom because you're on mat leave or whatever the situation is that you are at home, literally just take your baby and bring it to your partner and say, I need a break. And then go outside and get a breath of fresh air or go in your car and cry or go in your room and cry or go in your room and nap. Like, Do something to be able to release that energy and release those emotions because if you keep them inside, it's not good for you. It's going to come out on a day that had nothing to do with why you were upset and you're obviously going to regret it something else that I learned or that I saw I should say was that if ever you get upset at your baby or at your toddler or your child or something if ever you get upset or frustrated look at their hands because their hands are usually tiny right doesn't matter if it's a baby if it's a toddler if it's an infant whatever Just look at their hands and you should instantly feel better. So for me, if ever I feel overwhelmed, I'll look at her hands. And it's not that I'm going to feel better, but it'll remind me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. 
and it also still brings me some form of happiness because like at the end of the day that child is still developing themselves like they're still learning on a day-to-day basis their sensory motors are going you know they're still growing and so a lot of it and how they're doing it they're obviously not doing it on purpose it's just how they're learning by doing something that they know they shouldn't do next time they won't do it next time because oh i got hurt type thing like they're still in the process of learning for a couple of years still so obviously they're not doing it on purpose if ever somebody that is close to you is saying oh my god they're just crying because they're trying to get your attention or oh my god they're just crying because they're i don't know being drama queens or drama king or they're just crying because they're naughty or whatever ignore it because that's actually not factual it's not true half the times when babies have or toddlers have um tantrums it's for many other reasons than quote-unquote they want attention or quote-unquote they're being naughty or quote-unquote they're just being annoying no they're going through things themselves fundamental and developmental things are going on in their brains that they're still learning and sometimes the tantrum has nothing to do with actually why or you know you did something to them or they did something to you they're just trying to convey to you their emotions that they don't know how to tell you and that's frustrating for them that's one reason and there are so many other reasons as to why you know babies and toddlers have their tantrums and i saw this thing the other day about you know babies and their tantrums and i felt like i honestly wanted to show this or share this with you guys i should say because why not so i am part of a gentle parenting 101 group on facebook where you learn a lot about how to I guess manage your emotions but also I don't want to say manage your kids emotions but I guess how to react or not react to things that your baby might do to you not on purpose obviously or vice versa how do you react to these things and so I saw a thing the other day about the tantrums quote-unquote that your kids may have so i wanted to share it with you guys and here it goes so it's a picture that says reasons for a child's behavior and so on one side it says what people think so that your child or your baby is being naughty and doing it on purpose but on the other side it says what's really behind the behavior and it can be development it could be that they're tired or hungry it can be anxiety because yes just because they're little doesn't mean that they don't have anxiety people need to remember that um it could also be sensory processing it could be need for connection it could mean unmet needs and it can also mean other things that are not even mentioned here so that's why you know if a baby has a tantrum like it's okay it's okay to feel overwhelmed if they had their tantrums but you have to remember that there's so many reasons behind why they're probably doing it and that's why it's always good to remember that the negative stuff that people say but why they're having tantrums just ignore that it's like right now me like my daughter is and has been sick for 
couple of days, like ever since I want to say maybe like a, like a day before Canada Day, so like June 30th or like June 29 or something, she's been sick until this day she's sick and you can tell it's frustrating for her because she can't breathe properly from her nose so you know sleeping for her is very difficult um she doesn't have the same appetite that she used to have there are a lot of things um that are frustrating for her and her way to react to certain things is by you know her tantrums and her not being satisfied because she's not feeling well and so those are things that we have to take for account like when we're not feeling good are we in a good mood half the time we're not in a good mood when we're not feeling sick so obviously your baby your child your toddler is not going to be in a good mood either if they're sick it's just common sense but sometimes we forget that because it's just really overwhelming it's just many things like that that I think that we need to take into consideration obviously without diminishing our feelings so anyways this whole topic was about burnout but I think the bigger picture is just I guess feeling your emotions and feeling what you're feeling but before you get to that point of burning out take a little bit of time and obviously It's easier said than done. I've been there so many times. But you know what? Sometimes you will get to that point where you need a break. And just take it. If it means that you have to put your baby in their crib for five minutes while you're next door. Like in another, another room. Then do that. If it means that you just need five seconds to yourself while your baby is crying then take that five seconds for yourself and let that baby cry. Because if you're not the best version of yourself, if you're tired, if you're angry, if you're cranky, if you're depressed, if you're whatever whatever you're feeling that is not happiness or joy or contentment or positive vibes, it's not, it's, it's just going to be a, like a slippery slope. It's not, there's no point. So just take that time for yourself. And I think for me, It's not that it took a while for me to understand that, but it's a process that you have to accept. Like, I always like things to be done a certain way. And now that I have a baby, obviously it's not like that. And so I have to adapt. And I think the whole part or the whole point of parenting is to be able to adapt. You have to adapt to things. Like, you no longer really have full control of your life anymore. You hope you do, but you don't because... Someone else is now tagging along for the ride. So as much as you have to think for yourself, you still have to take into into consideration that you don't affect your baby in a negative way, in a negative light. Because if you're not happy, you don't want to project that on them. It's not fair. So I don't know. I just wanted to have this type of conversation with you moms today. And just really take into account how we're feeling, how not to get to how we're feeling. And honestly, just have a conversation, like a really simple conversation about everything when it comes to how tiring being a mom can be and how people may not see it 
from our side of things because they just see it from the outside looking in. But when you're on the inside, it is difficult. And you can have a nanny and you can have parents help you and you can have friends or siblings or a neighbor or, I don't know, someone help you. But at the end of the day, when those people are gone and they're sleeping at home in their house, it's just you and the baby or it's just you and your kids. And you still have to deal with whatever you're going to be faced with when those people aren't around. So it's just finding ways to cope with things and taking breaks for yourself, mini breaks whenever necessary, I think is really important for our development, for our developmental as parents, but also to show to our kids that even though we're upset or even though you know we have a lot on our plate that you're not going to lash out on them because you have issues you have to deal with things because if they're not doing anything bad to you and they're having a good day and they come in to ask you a question and you lash out at them they may not want to come talk to you after like they, they might be scared to come ask you something later on so just remember that when you know you think you're about to explode and your child i don't know dropped milk on the floor and that was the last of that bottle before the water dripped before even opening your mouth mama or dad go outside go outside go in another room put your baby somewhere safe and secure and take time and then collect yourself collect your thoughts come back clean the mess relax go take the baby and just chill so i just wanted to have this unfiltered conversation with you guys today because i feel like sometimes it's good to edit and it's good to talk about conversations and have conversations but edit everything out and it's not that i don't feel like it's authentic when i do those kind of things but sometimes i feel like I would prefer just project how I really am with you guys and not edit and just for you guys to really understand where I'm coming from. And so hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. This episode is obviously coming on a bit later than usual. Usually I would either post it at 5 a.m. or at noon or anywhere in between. I would announce it to you guys, but like I said, My baby has been sick and so I've been taking care of her and she has not been happy at all, which has been a lot more harder on me. I'm not used to this. So I hope you guys enjoyed this really chill episode, really chill conversation. And I will see you guys next week with the next episode, which will be on raising your child um, multilingual. It's a really good episode and I really don't want you guys to miss that one. But for now... Don't forget to follow us on Mommy Looks Podcast on Instagram. And like I said, I will see you guys next week.